Welcome to the Sermon Podcast from Beaver Parish Church. Morning everyone. Uh, So here I am in the church foyer this morning. And there's a reason for that which will become obvious in a moment or two. Um, I just wanted to say that we've probably reached a point where uh, we need to begin to move things forwards a wee bit. And notice we're not talking about the going back idea, uh, but we're talking about going forwards, about pursuing the Beaver dream and the vision for uh, Parish Church here in Beaver as part of this community, as part of Belfast and as part of our our wider world. And uh, we want to go forwards on that. And we're reaching a point where uh, restrictions have lifted enough for us to begin thinking about how we're going to shape things. And uh, over the next few weeks, uh, we'll uh, clarify that a bit more. But today we're going to start uh, telling you about that process. And I want to tell you about three guiding principles that we're going to be using uh, to get ourselves into whatever happens next and the way forward. But this isn't just about what happens next. Let me just keep saying that this is about uh, walking into our new future. Uh, uh, the only thing is, we haven't expected that we'd be starting at a place like this. But we have to start wherever we are, but we're not talking about just repairing a few things. We're talking about beginning to shape what our new future as parish is, and as a community of faith and a congregation. So three guiding principles, and I'm going to do these each one at a time for you with a little story and with a Bible passage. Okay, our first guiding principle today comes from something that we discovered way early back in lockdown when we started to do things online and quickly began to realise not everybody has Wi-Fi, so some people are being excluded. And in all sorts of ways, everything we've tried to do has only been able to be accessed by certain groups of people. So we've come up with many ways. Do you remember all the phone calls that are being made, the phone line, the you can ring up to hear the services and not just see them on computers. We've had things delivered to people's homes. There are letters going out fortnightly um, in all sorts of ways. Trying to keep contact with people and creating Zoom groups and walking groups and sitting in the garden groups, all sorts of things. And it was inspired partly by an image from the movie Cinder's List. There's a, a picture of it up there. And uh, it's a Everybody is in black and white in that movie, except occasionally in the street scenes where there's crowds, this little girl appears in her red coat. And um, the, the theme of the movie is that Schindler was trying to look after everyone who was in his workforce who worked for him. And Spielberg was highlighting this individual girl, this little girl. And part of that really struck home to us that in the Bible, Jesus told three stories that reveal the heart of God. A lost sheep, a lost child, a lost son, and a lost coin. Luke 15. Suppose a woman has ten silver coins and loses one. Does she not light a lamp, sweep the house, and search carefully until she finds it? Coming out of all those three stories, that recurring theme that the one matters to God, and therefore the one should matter to us. So we're going to come up with an expansive plan for the future for Beaver. And you're going to hear a bit of it today, where we're going to create opportunities so that as many people as possible, so we're not limited by numbers, 
who can sit on seats. Uh, but we're going to find ways to create as many opportunities as possible so that as many people, as many ones, can be part of all of this. So that's our first guiding principle. Every one matters. Okay, principle number two. I heard a, a story on Radio 4 a couple of weeks ago and I saved it up for this moment. It's a story about New College Oxford, part of the university there, founded way back in 1379. But about 500 years ago, they built what is known as the Great Hall. And uh, it's a dining hall and uh, I'm hoping there's a picture coming up uh, to show you what that's like inside and an elaborate, beautiful hall. But a few years ago, they discovered some sort of rot in the ceiling needed to be replaced. They got a builder who came in, was able to do all the work, could replace it exactly as it was, except for one thing. They needed four 40 foot oak beams. The college suggested that the builder uh, should go out to a bit of forest land that was owned by the university historically, and they went out there and he met the forester and asked about these uh, four 40 foot oak beams. And the forester said, we've been waiting for generations for someone to ask for these. The people who built the Great Hall planted four oak trees 500 years ago. And the message had been passed down through the generations. Don't ever cut those down. They're for the Great Hall. What incredible foresight from some people to do something that they would never see. Isaiah, Tom quoted these verses to us from Isaiah 43. And Isaiah was prophesying into a world where um, the Israelites had been overwhelmed by an invading empire. Everything had been flattened, Jerusalem, the temple. They'd been taken off into captivity. There was no sign of any of it ever changing. And the prophet Isaiah, speaking with faith and speaking with huge optimism, says these words. Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I'm making a way in the desert and streams in the wasteland. Isaiah himself would never see that reality. Even the people he, that he spoke to in his day weren't going to see that reality. There's something about where we are at the minute that it's almost like the, the world is shifting on all sorts of fronts at the minute. And we need to take what has been given to us and passed to us and faithfully pass it on in a condition where it can, it can expand. It can, it can speak optimistically into the future. So that's the second guiding principle. Let's plant for the long term. Let's plant oaks. Okay, principle number three. A phrase used by Tom. It's not survive, it's thrive. A number of years ago, um, we were going through a particularly difficult time uh, around our own particular family. And uh, someone brought us a wee plant 
in a, in a wee tiny brown plastic pot. It was a tiny wee thing. The ground was dry and it was flopped over. Uh, but the person felt that God wanted them to give this to us as a sign of something. And the word that came with it that was stuck with we label on the thing was the word resilience. And resilience is that ability to come back, uh, to revive, to restore, to grow again, to find new life. Not just to survive, but to thrive. A few wee drops of water on that wee plant, it began to grow. We still have that plant, it's, it's strong. It's alive. Uh, we've even taken cuttings off it to start other ones. Uh, it has thrived. And we as a family came through that time as well. And it reminded me of uh, some scripture of a parable. We read this this week in the um, daily Bible readings on the phone line. It's a parable from Mark chapter 4. Jesus said, this is what the kingdom of God is like. A sower scatters seed on the ground. Night and day, whether the sower sleeps or whether the sower gets, sower gets up, <clears throat> the seed sprouts and grows, though the sower does not know how. It's on to say that that um, <coughs> seed then produces corn, the stock, and then the ear, and the full grain, and then the harvest in time will come. But there's something about <coughs> the faithfulness of the sower is to plant the seed and we don't need to understand uh, what it is that makes it grow because that's God's God's contribution to all of this is to take the seeds that are planted faithfully and make them grow <clears throat> and that's our third principle is that we don't want to adopt an attitude where we want to protect what we've got just building fences around it to keep it safe but we want to do something that has plenty of space in it for growth, for new things to begin to happen. Maybe at some point as well, when lockdown disappears as a word from our language, when coronavirus 19 disappears as something as a threat to us, um, that we will already have things in place that are open-ended enough that they can go on growing, that we're going to thrive. So that's our third principle, is we want to plant something now that has the possibility of space in it for growth and for thriving. Uh, that even new people, rather than seeing if we can get some people back in contact with each other, what about creating something that allows space for new people to join us as well? So that's our, our three principles. Uh, now we're going to switch. Uh, uh, Chris and I are going to take you on a wee tour around the buildings now and explain some things to you about the next stage of our life together. Thank you for listening. To hear previous weeks and for more information, go to beaverparish.co.uk forward slash sermons.